Hey guys, welcome back to the How Not To Be A Karen podcast. I am back and I'm so excited to be back. I certainly miss you all. I'm so sorry for the random little break that I took. Um, life happens. I got a little bit of sick, um, which is normal, I guess, after not being sick for three years. And But also, I, uh, I fried my laptop, which was not very fun. But regardless, I'm very happy I did not have to get a new laptop and Apple was able to fix my old laptop, which I'm obviously recording on now. And I didn't, um, you know, at the time, I didn't know if I'd be able to get this episode out. But regardless, I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, it's with one of my very good friends. Her name is Marisol. I think you guys are going to have a lot of value out of this episode we dive really deep into traveling solo traveling we did a little bit of a traveling q a um in mexico city actually visited her last month and that was very fun so um i had the idea to just go ahead and bring the podcast along and ask her um questions about traveling because i think she's such an expert and she's such a badass when it comes to traveling she loves solo traveling. That's I would say that's her expertise. Um, so we definitely dive deep into top safety trip. Excuse me, safety tips for uh, for women especially, and something that we've never done before on the podcast is talk about dating. So um, yeah, we go there. And uh, I again, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. It is the holiday season, so um, I hope you guys are enjoying. Um, either being with family or getting ready to travel. Um, so I really thought it would be fitting. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys. Hey guys, so before we get into Marisol's episode, I wanted to tell you guys about my favorite workout hack, and that is Sweats in the City. Sweats in the City is an amazing way to get a quick workout at home or when you're traveling, which is very fitting for this episode. Um, it is an online platform that features a variety of live and on-demand workout classes. They range from yoga to Pilates to even sound baths and get a meditations. Um, one of my favorite classes that I like taking is get a meditation with Erica or Pilates with Karen Medina. It's been one of my favorite ways to get a quick work at home, especially in the mornings. Um, I just like to get out of the way, you know, not have to think about it later. Um, so I essentially wake up at 6 30 in the morning and I like get a quick workout in and shower and then just go on my day and go to work. Um, but also another great way to keep yourself accountable and meet other like-minded individuals online, especially if you take their live workout classes, which are amazing. So I'm definitely going to have you guys up with $5 off um, when you sign up for Sweats in the City. Um, so my code is going to be Karen HSWS. Again, you'll get $5 off when you sign up for Sweats in the City. Hello, everyone. Coming from me live from Mexico City, La Ciudad de Mexico, sitting in front of me, <laughs> I have a very good friend um, that I came to visit, and I'm really excited for this episode for you guys um, to get to know her, and um, I consider her one of my favorite friends because she's just so independent, and she loves traveling and we've gone through a lot together i mean we'll talk about it more in a second but i'm gonna go ahead and let herself introduce herself 
and we'll talk about what I'm doing here, etc. Um, and get into this little travel section or this travel, mind you. And yeah, so tell us, tell everyone uh, what your name is, your pronouns, um, where you're from, if you'd like, and uh, your astrological sign. <laughs> well, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Marisol Jauregui. Um, and I am from Oakland, California. So from the Bay, born and raised, baby. Um, my pronouns are she and her. Um, and my sign is Libra. Amazing. Um, do you feel like you resonate a lot with the Libra? So from what I've read online, it's very limited. Um, but Libras are supposed to be like balanced and kind of like mediators in a way they like to have things be fair and i feel like that's very true to who i am i always like things to be fair i always like to step in when i feel like there's an injustice um and i just like to you know live a balanced life um so yeah i feel like it does resonate with me i think so too and you're in october libra right yeah Yeah. um so obviously, <laughs> estamos en la Ciudad de México. We're in Mexico City. Um, you've been here for quite some time, yeah. and you're an experienced traveler, mind you, an expert, in my opinion. Um, what kind of, walk us through, like, what kind of made you come back? It is, it is your second time. So you can talk, fourth time. It's your, wait, she just signaled, like, fourth. Okay, walk us through, like, obviously you love it here um i'm visiting you we're just talking about it and definitely just walk us through like your process how like literally i want to know everything on like how this trip came to be essentially sure yeah of course so yeah it's like karen mentioned it's my fourth time here in mexico city and i've never been someplace this many times like Mm -hmm. willfully like on sort of a vacation um I don't know. The first time that I came to Mexico City, I came with my sister and it was a magical experience. I wasn't even gone yet and I couldn't wait to come back. Um, And this fourth time that I'm here, I'm actually been here for a month. So I'm really fortunate that I am able to travel for this long and be somewhere for this long. Um, But I guess I can go into some of my like how I choose a place, why I choose a place. Um, So I am Mexican-American. Both my parents are Mexican. I was born in the States, um, but Spanish was my first language. Um, So, you know, being comfortable in a country where you're able to speak fluently and communicate was a big factor. Um, And something about the culture, I feel like, you know, being able to like reconnect with my roots is something that I cherish. Um, but I would consider my, I love traveling like Karen said, but I love solo travel. Mm -hmm. And so this is the longest solo travel trip, solo travel trip, (laughs) say that fast five times that I've ever had. So a whole month, well, five weeks, actually, I'm here in Mexico city for four weeks and then a week in Oaxaca. Um, so maybe we can dive into some of solo travel and like stuff that I've done. Um, if you have any like specific questions, Karen. 
I do. I came prepared. Um, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, so you mentioned you love solo traveling as a woman. Obviously it's, it's tough. It's not like the most recommended thing to do, Mm -hmm. but you do it and you're like, it's all, I mean, it's all about that energy. It's, uh, one of the best pieces of advice I, I received was, you know, like traveling solo is just the energy you put out there. Like, don't, don't act scared. Don't act like in defense, like obviously be defensive, but like, don't put that energy out there. And that just put the energy that you're here, you're local, like you're, you're going about your day, but obviously like there's, there's, I don't know. What are your top tips? as a solo traveler, especially as a woman, that you think it's important for people to know? Totally. That's a really good question. Um, I think it at the at the beginning, it really goes down to where I'm traveling to. Um, so before this, I was actually in Paris for a week for my birthday. So I spent a week in Paris, which was great. I felt very out of my comfort zone um, because I obviously do not speak French. Um, And being an American there, it was slightly difficult. I mean, I was obviously able to like make my way, Um, but it definitely depends. This is like my second like real big solo travel um, trip. But some of the things that I actually like to even share on my Instagram, like share with my friends, mm-hmm. um, is that it's really important to like, I mean, you hear this all the time, blending in, but like Karen alluded to, you have to put out this energy that you know where you're going, what you're doing. Like if you feel like, if people if people look at you and you look lost, you become that much more susceptible and you become that much more of a target. So if you're able to walk around confidently, one of the biggest things that I do to like look like I am confident in whatever space that I'm in is just memorizing streets, memorizing where I'm going. I don't I don't usually ever have my phone out. Like it's usually always in my pocket or in my bag. And so I just kind of walk through the streets, act like I know where I'm going. Um, and that helps me blend in a little more um a few other things that i've done just even on this trip has been if i take public transport um one of the biggest things that i was sharing with karen was that um when i hop in i grab my phone and i act like i'm sending an audio message and then i just say a few words like hey i'm on my way or here in Mexico, in Spanish, I'll say, yeah, um, llego en cinco minutos, I'll be there in five minutes, or um, stuff like that, where it's like people are expecting me. So, you know, that could potentially, you know, put you in a situation where like you wouldn't want to be in, you know, like it's like, that's just something that I do. Um, And yeah, just act like you know where you're going, be confident, um, and just always be, you know, cautious and aware of your surroundings i i absolutely love that that's one of the top like those are solid solid excellent tips um okay so you oh my god i'd love to know uh like what are your in terms of like accommodations or lodging so what do you prefer like do you have a preference like i think you can let people know what you did here or like do you prefer airbnbs hotels etc 
I think it's a mix. It really depends on where I'm going and also budget. Like, here's the thing. It's like I, you know, on every trip, I like to budget a certain amount of money towards lodging. One of the biggest things that I um, believe in is that at the end of the day, I don't like to spend too much money on lodging and where I'm staying. Like, obviously, you have to cover your basics. Has to be somewhat central. Has to be close to public transport. Has to be safe. It has, you know, has to cover all those things. But I'm not spending X amount of dollars or X amount of money on like a super lavish hotel room or Airbnb. Like it has to be comfortable. It has to like, you know, meet those basic needs. Um, But I like to spend my money elsewhere. Every single trip that I take, I like to budget and I like to obviously make sure that I have like reasonable accommodations. But one of the biggest things that I've found, especially when traveling solo is experiences. Like you wanna be able to actually dive into the culture and like, experience things that locals do or certain experiences that you wouldn't get back home and so I like to spend my money on experiences and food um and yeah just accommodations wise like obviously I'm a big Airbnb user um I've used booking.com in the past these sorts of websites are super easy to like manage um but yeah yeah hopper was like a really like it's a really big app um but just like you know making sure that basic needs are met but i definitely know where i want to spend my money experiences and food oh my god i i love that um for example how long for uh do you get airplane tickets like all of your lodging taken care of like you know there's plenty i don't know what works for you that's a really good question. I feel like it really depends on where I'm going and and what I'm doing. On this trip that I did to Mexico City, I bought a one-way flight. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of just like, all right, I'm just going to Mexico that City. <laughs> I bought a one-way flight and I said, I'll figure it out later. Like I just, <laughs> I just knew that I had to come out here. I booked Airbnbs for a whole month and I was like, all right, I want to spend four weeks in Mexico City and I want to spend four weeks in four different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, first week I spent in Polanco, second week in Centro Histórico, third week in Roma Norte, and this fourth week we're actually here in Guayacan, um, which is super cool. But um, I guess to answer your question, it really depends on where I'm going. Um I at least like to like book my accommodations bare minimum like a month, month and a half prior. Obviously, if like I have more time, I'm also known for being a spontaneous traveler. My second or actually I think my third time in Mexico City, um, I booked a flight on a Friday, left on that Sunday night. Wow. So I had like no time to like really think about accommodations. I was kind of just like whatever is like safe and good um so yeah i mean it really depends on like (laughs) where i'm going and how much time i have but i i like to make sure that i have those things checked off you know i don't like to worry about like where i'm gonna be sleeping like i don't want to be stuck with the last room or the the shittiest accommodations (laughs) or the worst accommodations okay so you mentioned the four neighborhoods you stayed in today we visited one of your favorites but i'm gonna ask it anyway like what is your favorite neighborhood here Man, it's so tough. I feel like Mexico City, well, Mexico City is massive. 
Um, and there's so many different neighborhoods. My favorite that we actually visited today is Condesa. Um, and Condesa is just very green, lots of like beautiful parks. It's home to Parque México, Par Parque España. Um, it just feels, it feels like a little bubble within Mexico City. It just feels so, I don't know, it feels like home to me. Like I was telling Karen earlier today when we were having ice cream <laughs> in the Condesa and I was like, I want to be here. So funny enough, I'm, I might be moving here. <laughs> I might be moving here and I really want to make it happen. Um, it might not be forever, but I feel like this is the right move for me. Um, so you might catch me in La Condesa or Roma Norte next year. Maybe we can check back in. I love that for you. I seriously do because you love it here so much. You're young you're totally in that position to move wherever you want. You know, I truly believe that if you'd like, if you're young and you can, you have that ability, like why not live in a different place? Even if it's just for a month or two, like why not? Or even an extended period of time, like why not? Like I loved, you know, I just, people here, the culture, so much to do. Like I've, I've only been here two days, guys. And I've like fallen in love in the Condesa. That's my first neighborhood I visited because I got out the airport and I was like, I need breakfast. And I went to like this French place, of course, and it was so fucking good. Like, what is your favorite part of traveling? I mean, there's so many benefits to traveling. Um, what I tell my friends, especially the, my friends who haven't traveled as much or haven't traveled at all, really, like haven't left the States, haven't left California, um is it really oh it gets so cliche but it really opens up your eyes like a whole new world yeah. like being able to be immersed in a different culture and like learn about people's customs and like what makes them them um is beautiful like being able to like experience that firsthand um i will say being born and raised in oakland um which is a super diverse place I was really fortunate to be surrounded by so many different cultures and different religions and different, you know, ways of thinking. And so that really opened up my mind to, I want to see how some of my friends from elementary, middle, high school, like where they come from and what their customs are, like see them firsthand. So I think that really played a big part in why I love to travel so much because I come from like a place that's so diverse. Um, but yeah, I mean, traveling is beautiful. It's so much fun. And especially if you can do it solo, if you can like, you know, not find the courage because I feel like everyone can travel solo. Um, but if you're able to do it and like do it solo and enjoy yourself and like plan a great trip, um, I highly recommend it. I really admire you for that. Like, it's not just courage. It's just and it's not just like bravery, but it's the spontaneity and like of it all and like just discovering new places and getting out of your comfort zone. Like when you're too comfortable and you don't, I don't, I can't do that. Like I don't like staying in one place. Like this year we both done a lot of traveling. Um, we actually missed each other. Like the first time you went to Hawaii earlier this year, I missed you because I was originally supposed to go that week and we had to fucking change it and i don't yeah and it didn't work out and then you went to new york and then 
like literally like a week or two later i was in new york in october and you had just left like a week ago so we kept missing each other we but i was so i was like you know what we need to see each other this trip was spontaneous for me too like i booked it maybe a month in advance but that's pretty spontaneous so i knew this would you know this would be it but um, uh, my question for you is like what do you pack like, let's get specific because you know traveling it comes you have to think a lot about about a lot so you have to think about lodging you have to think about what are you going to do the itinerary um but also i admire that we're both kind of go with the flow kind of thing like today has been such an amazing day yeah. but um anyway uh so what specifically i want to know like what you pack in your carry-on when you take that you take with you like actually on the plane well, that's a good question i feel like some little tips on carry-on baggage. <laughs> you have a whole package. You have a whole system. <laughs> I have a. I have. A, I have a pretty extensive system. I've. I've been on a few flights. Um, my carry-on. First and foremost, my most expensive items go into my carry-on. Everything that is expensive is coming with me on my lap. It's somewhere where I can see it. Okay, I've heard a lot of stories of things getting lost or stolen or getting misplaced. Um, that's not going to be my computer. That's not going to be my, you know, whatever. Your money. Your money. You name it. That's not going to be me. Or at least I hope it's not going to be me. I'll do everything in my power to not let these things go into my checked bag. So first and foremost, all my valuables are in my backpack. I usually, my carry-ons usually backpack because it's just easier to. So yeah, most expensive things, most valuable things are coming with me on my flight. Um, also, depending on how long the flight is. Um, my, I don't know about you guys, my skin gets pretty dry on a flight. Um, and so I have, you know, a little thermal water spray, some moisturizer. If it's a really long fly, I'll bring on like a little, you know, a little eye mask situation just so my skin's not crying out for help by the time we land. Um, so all of my money, my valuables, some skincare, you know, stay pampered on the flight. Like you don't want to feel like you're coming out on the flight and you just feel super tired. Like I want to make sure that I have those things met. Um, obviously a portable charger. Can't forget your snacks. I don't like to be charged for water or buy water at an airport. So I bring just a, you know, a Nalgene or like a reusable water bottle and I'll just like refill my water once I get through TSA um what else a book if I'm really feeling like I you know want that on my flight but yeah I think valuables your money snacks stuff on your flights some you know chapstick um and something to entertain yourself with those are all of those tips are major especially the valuables thing that's what i tend to do too so my laptop my all my money that i exchanged for this trip literally hidden within my book um specifically let's get down to nitty-gritty on the skincare what type of skincare what brand what fucking like creams are you bringing on there yeah let's talk about let's give a few people some shout outs um, for starters, um, I have this thermal water spray. 
the name of the brand has escaped me, but it's a French brand. Um, so okay. all, it, you know, I like to spray that to like, you know, when your skin's feeling super like, you know, tight or dry. So some thermal water spray. Um, so I, I bring like a basic moisturizer, no fragrance. So I really like the, like the daily lotion by CeraVe. Um, and then for like an oil for like more, you know, more hydration. I really like, um, the super oil glow. I forget the name of it, but it's by, um, used to the people. Mm-hmm. And then I'll bring my Laneige, um, lip therapy um, lip therapy oh, I that too. it's so good like your lips are gonna stay <laughs> moisturized and good yeah they're gonna stay good um so yeah that's what i recommend just some stuff to keep you moisturized you don't want to come out of that flight looking like <coughs> i don't know what you don't want to be dry you don't want to feel dry that's the worst feeling when you feel dry and you feel like you you know you need a glass of water and you're just like damn what happened especially those long flights anything over five hours I'm bringing all the works, okay? I love this, especially the part about hydration. Because, you know, the airplanes nowadays, it, they're so... they're. I think they're even more insanely, like, dry like, with skin. I feel so dehydrated. I usually bring at least a liter of water or whatever I buy at the airport. Unless I bring, like, a reusable water bottle if I know I'm not going to lose it. But for this trip, I was like, nah, just buy water. Like, I don't want to lose my reusable water bottle. Uh, but yeah, hydration is major and it's key. Like hydrate, hydrate both your face and both your your body, your water and your your body with lotion and stuff. Do you ever do face masks? I do do face masks. It depends. I feel like obviously on a flight, the easiest you don't want to do like a like a one of those like charcoal like bed mask that's gonna be a hot mess in the bathroom. So I like to do sheet masks. So I'll bring like a sheet mask or two and I'll just like put it on. Obviously, like within the allotted time after like. <laughs> I actually read into this. You're not supposed to have a sheet mask on for like more than it says because it actually yeah. has detrimental the effects. Yeah, effects. the opposite yeah. effects yeah. to like what you want it to do. So put Any on that. mask. Yeah. If it has a time limit. Yeah. yeah. Like if you if you have um, a sheet mask, put it on for your 15, 20 minutes and then take it off. I highly recommend like towards like maybe in the middle or towards the end of the trip. So that way you're like, you know, you're fresh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love a sheet mask. Which ones? <laughs> I So funny enough, I, you know, Sephora has a lot of really great brands. One of my favorite brands is uh, Dr. Brandt. Mm. <laughs> so funny enough. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of really good ones for different, you know, skin types, skin concerns. So I like to bring the moisturizing ones and the ones that are just kind of going to, you know, plump up the skin. Yes, I agree. And the Korean ones, I'm sure they're great too. Yes. Like I love <laughs> Korean skincare. Their skin. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Um, so clearly you love traveling. Do you like airports? Because airports are a, a whole different topic, which we can definitely dive into, but I fucking love airports. Thank you. <laughs> I love airports. I love the energy of a good I love airport. It. Chaotic energy. <laughs> I love a good airport. Listen, I I tell my friends all the time, like, dude, I just the energy that you feel in an airport, it's yeah, it's chaotic, but it's so exciting. Yes. It's yes. so exciting because you could li- you're literally walking to sit on a plane that's gonna take you somewhere completely different in a matter of hours like how crazy is that like the idea of an airport just makes me excited i love an airport 
like and i'll find the best you know lounge chairs if i'm if i have a long layover i usually don't like to book flights with like layovers that's like not my i use like like a nice direct flight especially during these times Mm -hmm. um but yeah i love the energy of a good airport i love being in an airport i don't know it's it's exciting to me (laughs) i feel i feel the same way i have been nodding this whole time like yes (laughs) yes Like, it's all about perspective, right? Like, get to the airport early. Obviously, I'm a crazy person that will get there three hours before I always have. I didn't do that for Vegas, which is why I fucking, like, missed my 6 a.m. flight. But it was fine. Like, I expected that. have no expectations. Like, I already know I'm getting there, like, kind of cutting it. So it's like, um... But also, it's the, you know, it's a positive attitude. The people watching for me. I love people watching. If there's one thing that I love to do at an airport, it's to people watch, okay? I love to romanticize an airport. I'll look at a couple and be like, all right, they're heading somewhere fun. I, this guy's heading to his granddaughter's graduation. (laughs) Like, I love to create scenarios in my head of funny stories and just, like, people watch at an airport. Also, I feel like, I don't know how you guys, or how you guys feel, but, um, like some of the hottest people like uh fly and like travel like i see some of the most attractive people in some of these lobbies Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm just gonna put it out there i don't know yeah we by people watching we mean people watching for the hottest people (laughs) no but also just like people living their lives and just like getting to places and it's like it's exciting it's really exciting yeah i feel the same way um let's talk about airbnb hosts because we we have had a trip with that um this weekend uh a little a little backstory you obviously switched um airbnbs to your last location here in mexico city in coyacan which is like it has a little pueblito small town feeling it's so charming it's really cute it's also a fun fact where uh frida cowell lived and there's a museum we're probably gonna visit tomorrow um and diego luna apparently lives here he has a fucking house here we're you know we're gonna dm and be like we're here 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 we are (laughs) um but yeah you want to tell us a little bit more about how you feel about airbnb your current airbnb situation which is (laughs) let's just say um it's been kind of rocky i consider myself a really easy to get along with i wherever i stay wherever i go i like to leave hopefully it a place better than how i found it yes not only in nature but also people's homes or wherever i'm staying um so usually for every every single week that i've been here i've had my own kind of stay but my own place Mm -hmm. um but for this specific week because i wanted to be in guayacan um it was super slim pickings and i kind of figured like why not i mean the location was so good where Mm -hmm. i'm literally staying four blocks away from like the center plaza so i figured you know looks like a nice place the location's great the reviews are pretty you know they're they're good they're decent reviews so i'm staying in this woman's house and it's a private room she like lives in this big house and the accommodations are nice like it's like a a nice big room i have my own private bathroom 
there's just certain things um, that have been a little challenging because I love to be in a kitchen. I love to cook. I, you know, and so there are certain things that are um, that are off limits. And so, for example, I can't really use the kitchen. Like I kind of came in with a few things that I had brought from my previous place that I wanted to store in the fridge. I asked her kindly, hey, do you mind if I store these things in your fridge? There was like little, literally no space. And I was like, I just like stuffed my goat cheese like between her, I don't know what, groceries. Um, so st- certain stuff like that, like, and it makes perfect sense because I am coming into someone's home. Um, it's just foreign to me and I'm not used to having to like abide by a bunch of rules um in someone's home like coexist in that way mm-hmm. it's like leave your shoes at the door she has a small dog she was like just leave them here so like he does she smokes cigarettes so it might smell and so like she said that i have to leave my shoes in a very specific spot or else my her dog might like chew them <laughs> so i brought my boots upstairs i brought my sneakers upstairs i'm not gonna let you're not gonna go s- leave shoeless yeah, I'm not going to let some little dog um, <laughs> chew on my Nikes, okay? I'm not going to let some dog eat on my shoes. So there's just certain things like that. But the way that I approached the situation, you know, she obviously, like, made it very clear that she had these rules. I play it safe. I listened to what she had to say, and I nodded my head. <laughs> she presented me with an onboarding book to enter her house. <laughs> I read it. I made sure that I knew what the rules were. I did not want to cross this woman at the day I'm staying in her house. I, you know, I want to make sure that I'm good. So I, I'm go with the flow. I'm obviously abiding by the rules, but it, it is hard. I feel like, would I stay in a private room again? I don't know. It's my first experience. I did it because I kind of had to um but yeah there's a few things that it's 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 you have to get used to them you kind of have to you know go with the flow and abide by rules you're like doing a homestay kind of a thing in mexico city like you're you're a student abroad that's what i did in paris but i really liked it she didn't have she didn't have a rule book so she let me be but she's my french grandma an onboarding packet i didn't have that shit thank god but no literally she's literally what i want to be when i grow up uh oh my god but anyway uh that i'm sorry that you're dealing with that like i'm glad you have hot water and all the basic shit but i know to put it to put it very uh candidly here guys she's very anal I, i will say it not to put words in your mouth yeah i i said it marisol didn't say it i said it um so that way nobody can come for anybody but myself (laughs) but uh where next where next um i feel like i'm always planning my next trip even on my trip and so funny enough i'm in mexico city for four weeks but i'm actually i i mentioned that i didn't buy uh, a return flight which is very bold of me um (laughs) But I figured I'd spend a few days in Oaxaca. So that's where I'm, it's a different state here in Mexico. It's like in the southern southern part of Mexico. And it's known for like um, being very like traditional and like a lot of like history. history. It's very historical and it's very beautiful. They have gorgeous beaches, gorgeous nature, and just the people are super friendly. So I'm really excited to spend a few days in Oaxaca. 
Um, and I'll be flying back home Thanksgiving day. <laughs> um, and then a week after that, I actually have um, a flight to Puerto Rico. So I'm going to be in San Juan for a few days. And that trip is with my cousin. Um, so I'm super excited to like be in Puerto Rico for the first time and experience that. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what's next. Maybe... Maybe I'll do like a quick little like Europe trip for like Christmas. I really want to take my mom to Barcelona. Um, so we'll see what happens. I love that. And the fact that you're staying here in Mexico for a little longer, that's amazing. And going to one of the most historical places ever. Like I even would want to go to Oaxaca one day too. Like it's amazing. Like why not just continue your trip if you're loving it so much and it's going so well? Why not? You know, it's like, why not? I, uh, talking about moms, moms are always right. Like, let me, let me tell you guys, my, my mom literally warned me. She's been here before. She was like, it's going to be cold, bring stuff. My dumb ass only brought one jacket. It's not enough for my, well, for my freaking ass. No. Uh, so I've been freezing my ass off this whole trip. Um, but she literally warned me, like she literally said it and I mean, it was warm. I checked the weather. I talked to Marisol, you know, like it, it's been warm and then the el frío the fucking cold here it's like it's a cold i don't think i've experienced so i don't know how my ass is gonna do new york later yeah. <laughs> but um anyway i love that you're you're going to puerto rico también like yeah. why not um do you have any top destinations that you want to visit that you haven't gone yet because i mean i feel like you're hitting one of one of them already like puerto rico yeah and then oaxaca it's mm -hmm. right now it's coming but any more in the future that you definitely won't do i mean the world is so big the like, world is your oyster the world <laughs> is huge <laughs> And the more you travel, the more you realize how big it is and how many places there are to visit. I haven't been to Asia yet, so that's mm -hmm. like one of my Same. next destinations. Yeah. Like obviously I wanna do a trip to Japan. I really wanna go to Thailand. I really wanna go to Vietnam. I really wanna go to China. I really wanna go to India. Yeah. I wanna go to India. I wanna oh go to Nepal. God. I wanna go to all these like it's a, I have a massive list of places that I want to go. Maybe I'll just cut it short and let you know what my top destinations are that I'm yeah. looking at next. Yeah. I really want to go to Argentina. Mm -hmm. So Argentina is like top of my top of my list that I really want to go to. I also really want to go to Guatemala. So I was actually watching a documentary on Netflix and it was all about the nature of Guatemala and like all of the history that resides there and it is gorgeous if you haven't been to guatemala or if you haven't looked into it trust me like it's 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 beautiful and it's definitely somewhere i want to go next um but yeah i'd say argentina um guatemala and then i also really want to go to portugal I haven't been to Por portugal yet so i want to go to like lisbon um and i really want to go to switzerland i haven't been to switzerland yet um, so I have a massive list, but those are some of the top places that I've, I've been wanting to go. Thought, yeah. Oh my gosh. So we're going to pivot a little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just love your, your approach to dating. I find it so refreshing. So to the point, um, and just, I don't know. It, it just makes sense to me, like the way you approach dating and your attitude is what stands out the most to me. Um, 
but I'm going to go ahead and let you um, explain what your your attitude is. What is your approach to dating? Because what you told me is just genius. Yeah, funny enough, I've been doing a, a bit of dating here in Mexico City. I thought I'd, I thought I'd do some research for you guys. Yeah. So just so you know, I've been on a few dates here. Um, Let's talk about it. Yeah, I hopped off my flight and said, what is the dating app that people are using out here? And from my experience, I feel like Bumble is like a reasonable, you know, app. Like I've I've used it before. It's safe. It's safe. I feel comfortable. Like you're able to like verify your identity. So you know that you're actually talking to someone. You're not getting catfished by, you know, someone super random. Um, so that's really nice. Um, but dating, I feel like dating abroad and dating like back home is like very different. So different, but I'll give you my spiel on just how I approach dating and how I feel like, you know, we should all approach dating. I feel like you should have an open mind and I feel like you shouldn't take it too seriously. Just like with life and just with dating, like you can't take it too seriously. Mm -hmm. I was telling Karen this a few weeks ago what are the odds that you're going to meet your person on a date on a dating app and you know it's just the odds are not there so you can't get upset thank you upset about a date that didn't go the way that you wanted so just have fun with it that's literally what it's about have fun with it approach it you know with an open mind and if things don't go the way that you planned them or the thing you know how you were expecting them like don't sweat it like that's just not your person keep moving keep swiping keep having fun keep going on dates don't let one bad date ruin dating for you for months years whatever that might be like don't let that happen because at the end of the day dating should be fun you should be having fun on these dates you should be putting your best foot forward what you know coming to these dates you know you know as your your best self like as your you know you shouldn't be acting like someone that you're not you know like come to a day as yourself and if things work out things work out if they don't don't sweat it just keep having fun i absolutely fucking love this (laughs) and like no expectations that's literally what you're saying because expectations will kill your joy guys like with anything in life too it's applicable anywhere like just don't like you said every single date you go on it won't be successful like thank you for saying that like the chances of you finding someone on dating app like are fucking low like especially like your person like and and don't settle thank you i've i've said it before and i'll say it one more time don't settle do not do it um it's like take it or leave it bitch I love Taylor Swift. I'll talk about her all day. Okay, I'm obviously joking, but like not really. And now I will cheat on you on Harry Styles. That's that's it. Always and forever. That's like my hall pass. that's my hall pass. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Um, mine's an Ashton Kutcher. Mine's I. Well, actually, maybe things have changed. But mine used to be Ashton Kutcher. I used to have <laughs> the biggest crush on him in college. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So who is your hall pass now? I don't, so I have to think about it. I feel like, you know, times have kind of changed. But back then, like, if you asked me who my celebrity crush is, it was Ashton Kutcher. Um, but I feel like my my taste, I wouldn't say I have, like, a type, but I feel like it's kind of evolved. I was actually telling Karen earlier that I, I'm really into a good beard. <laughs> like, a nice beard. Okay. Kind of rough around the edges, you know, like, not too, not too, like, done up, not too pretty. Like, just, like... I don't know, like someone who just like looks like they can get their hands dirty. 
So you would say like rugged, older, it's your, like your type? I mean, I'm not going to date someone What's who's like 40 years older than me either. <laughs> it, it definitely depends on what stage in my life I am. I don't know. My type, I see, I have dated people from a lot of different nationalities, religions. Diverse. I love that. I have a very diverse dating <laughs> background. But I just, I mean, if you have to like ask me like what are things or qualities that I look for in a partner and a person, I'm going to let you know right now. I, I love humor. I like to laugh. Um, so if you can make me laugh, you're already like halfway there. Someone with a great sense of humor. I like to make people laugh. So if we're both yes. a power couple who's making it's it's just gonna be great. Um, someone who's like genuinely kind, like who like steps in like when someone else needs them. I think you know people don't think about that. Um, but someone who's just nice to other people, who's um, you know looking out for others, like without like having an interest or like gain something from yeah. that. Um, so just being genuinely kind and generous doesn't have to do with money. It can be with, you know, actions and words, whatever that might be. Um, but yeah, humor and kindness and really nice eyes. I'm really into like a good, good smile and nice eyes and, you know, a nice beard. <laughs> Amazing. I, I absolutely fucking love that. So let's talk about dating tips and safety a little bit. And then I want to know what the best dates you've been on so far and what the worst dates you've been on. Like, let's drag people tonight. Okay. We love a good drag. <laughs> let's start there. Um, I'll start with my my top dating tips, obviously. And safety. And safety. Abroad. Especially abroad. Um, some of my dating tips abroad. I especially if I'm traveling solo, I never let the person that I'm, especially if it's like a first, second, even third date, let them know that I'm traveling solo. They they will never know that. They, I am with a friend. <laughs> I am staying with a. I, I have family here. Like that's just for starters. Like. Every single date that I went on here in Mexico City and that I m might go on, I'm going to keep swiping and having yes. fun. Um, everyone will think that I'm here with my friend. Yeah. I'll still be here in spirit. All right. Like, I literally have fabricated <laughs> this whole story of my friend who's here with me. Um, and it's like, oh, hey. like, And that's also... Here's the thing. That's also a hot tip for when you <laughs> want to get out of a date. So if it's not going how you planned, if you're traveling abroad, hey, my friend really needs me. She just texted me. She just called me yeah. and I need to go. Yeah. Or I actually made plans with my friend. She's waiting for me at a coffee shop. I use that two weeks ago Oof. to get out of a really bad day Oof. which we can dive into and and drag them a little um but yeah it's just you know top safety tip don't ever let people know that you're traveling solo <laughs> that's the biggest tip i can give you because yeah. if people you become a target you become more susceptible to potentially bad things happening if people think that you're alone in a place yeah so yeah Okay. Yeah. So let's definitely talk about that worst date that you you called your friend. And you were like, I need to get out of here, kind of a thing. Your imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, and talk about that, and then we'll end on a positive note with best dates you've been on. Let's do that. And how many dates have you been here on? Yeah. 
So let's talk about that really bad date that I was <laughs> on. Last week? Yeah, it was last week. Um, Bumble. It was on Bumble. And it was with this guy who was here for not even a week. So he was kind of like passing by, really well-traveled. We were we kind of hit it off on Bumble. We were, we were talking a little. And then he suggests that we um, like follow each other on Instagram, which is fine. Cause I also like, I usually don't like to give people who I haven't met yet. That's my social media. Yeah. I usually don't like to do that, but I figured, all right, let's go. Like he seems like a genuine guy. He had his Instagram connected to his Bumble account. Like I, it seemed like a real person, which it was him. Like it wasn't like I, someone random didn't just show up to the state. So it was definitely him. Um, but and this is funny because I actually asked a lot of my friends. Um, I, I like created a poll on Instagram <laughs> asking people, who do you think should pay for the first date? The majority of people. What percentage? I, I can't forget the percentage, but it was like high 80s, like low 90s. It was very like land landslide victory. Yeah. The person who invites you In out. Yeah. In a heterosexual relationship, the person who asks you out yes. on a date usually is the one who pays. Yeah. I don't expect a first date to be to Paris. Five yeah, like some like insane <laughs> crazy thing. It should be like a nice little casual like, hey, we're and at the dates, like, people go on so many first dates. I don't expect you to like blow a few bags <laughs> on a first date. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Unless yeah. you got it. You take By all ball. means, if you'd like to. You take me to <laughs> I'm not going to stop you from buying us a round trip ticket to Ibiza. <laughs> I won't. But in most first date scenarios that just doesn't happen but this guy i mean i usually i'm not one to date someone who's a giant i myself i'm five one five two depending on what shoes i'm wearing he was maybe an inch or two taller than me so he definitely lied about his height i think that's something that happens all the time but i just wasn't expecting it to be so drastic because on his on his profile, it definitely said 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yeah. I'm not 5'8", five, 5'9", five, for a fact. So I know that was a lie off off the start. Off. So I was kind of just... Not great. I was a little off, but like, just be honest about that. Like if, you know, so that was the first, you know, kind of thing that, that happened really. Him just being there, present, lying. and lying. <laughs> okay. That was the first thing that happened. Um, and then secondly, um, so we... Long story short, I don't want to drag this out too much. I don't want to drag him too bad. Um, everyone else already did that for me on Instagram because I kind of posted this as like a story time. Um, and if you tuned into that, love you for it. But essentially, we show up to this little puestito for tacos. So he was like, I really want to eat my way through the city. And I was like, I'm here for it. Let's do it. So we show up and he's like, all right, I want to eat tacos at this little, little, um, a little puesto, this little, um, you know, like a taco car on the street. I love tacos a puestito. I'm, I'm here for them. I'm not above them. We had some last night. Oh. I'll have some tomorrow. Like, I love them. He, I ordered two tacos. He orders two tacos. He, mind you, 
my tacos, my my half was thirty pesos, which in American dollars it's maybe like a dollar fifty, if at most. This guy shows up. He pulls out, you know, like seventy pesos, and he's like, which is what, like three dollar three fifty, and he's like, hey, like I, I got this round, you got the next one. I was. So I stood there and I kind of looked at him and I was like, that is not how this is going to work. You are not going to. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. If there is a second spot. And then once he pays for that, he like beelines to this different restaurant, like on that same street. And he, and he just goes in there, doesn't even say anything, sits down. And I'm like, what the So I'm sitting there like, okay. So then I follow him. I don't know why I did that. So I follow him into this restaurant. He sits down and he's like, So I'm thinking he's like, all right, I'm going to cover these little taquitos that we ate the first spot. And then you got this next round at a nice sit-down restaurant, nice fancy white tablecloths. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to pay for this guy's fancy meal. No. So. After paying for $1.50. After paying for $1.50 for two tacos. So this guy sits down and starts ordering all this food. You know, he wants the works. He starts doing like the extra heat. So he wants the guac. He wants the sour cream. He wants the cheese. Okay. He wants all the extra shit. He wants all the extra stuff that you have to pay extra for. And he wants a drink. He wants to do all this. I have a drink at my next spot. I ate those things dry. Okay. I ate these two tacos dry he starts ordering all this stuff and i'm not even hungry so i'm sitting there like i'm not gonna pay for this crazy expensive meal this guy's about to have so at that point i had already been over the date so i i excuse myself he wasn't great from the (laughs) get-go so at that point i excuse myself run to the bathroom text my friends like real life friends and i'm like hey you guys this date is going south real fast. I need one of you guys to call me ASAP and say that there is an emergency. I'm going to say that I have to meet one of you guys at a coffee shop. Whatever, just get me out of this date. So I go back. And at this point, I do not give a fuck. I will stand up for myself. I sit down and I give him the 30 pesos from the first spot. And then I lay down the amount of money for this next spot. I also got two more tacos. It's awkward to sit at a table and not order anything. So I was yeah. like, let me just, okay. So then I ate two tacos at this other oh, spot. Yeah. So then I sit down. I give him the money for the first spot. And then this this next spot, it was maybe like 50, something, something pesos. It's nothing crazy. Lay the money out on the table. And I'm like, hey, just letting you know, my Uber's outside. My friend's actually waiting for me at a coffee shop. I have to go. This should cover it. I got to leave. Here's my part. I did not have an Uber waiting outside. I did not have a friend waiting for me at a coffee shop. I literally was staying a few blocks away from where we were. And I just walked back to my Airbnb and thought about what had just happened. This guy tried to bamboozle me for a full-on meal. I was not going to let that happen. That's probably the worst date that I've ever been on. And I think I handled it with grace. I I paid for my fair share and I excused myself. And that was that. And I did not contact him. Um, And I blocked him on Instagram. (laughs) And that's, that's how that went. I'm so sorry. The audacities men have 
there could be like trilogies and shit written so much about it like oh my god i can't i can't even fucking fathom um i can't relate to like fucking going on on a date and like not ordering stuff because again we both are like we don't eat a lot you know and like i mean obviously we eat as much as our body needs right but um (laughs) the one of the last dates i went on in la back home uh, he he we were supposed to see a comedy show we didn't because we just were just were talking and vibing and again i appreciate the no expectations shit but uh it might even cut this out i don't know but i literally on my on my hand i put like i want someone to break up with me by the time taylor swift's red comes out which obviously is right now uh and so we went out obviously long story short on that premise like oh we don't have that much time like let's do it and yeah like he ordered a sandwich i just sat there just looking at him like bro what's good (laughs) um but he did pay for my tea which was nice i guess um but literally never heard from him again which is fair but same thing like i don't think it was a good date now looking back at it because first of all he lied about his height too right off the bat what is it with them lying about their height like yo he put he was five eight five nine i wore three inch heels i'm five four guys like so five seven with the heels like i was almost towering him over him so for him to be like five nine i'm like no like five eight maybe but five nine five ten no it's a really drastic um you know everyone everyone might lie about maybe an inch or two okay an inch or two which is what he did probably leeway but if you're doing three four five six (laughs) seven inches you wild you're crazy (laughs) yeah you're you're living life on the edge baby no literally (laughs) i'm like and and you're a Scorpio. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so yeah, definitely love that. You know, excuse yourself, but like with these guys, it's like pick your battle. Like you're a fucking Scorpio, and you're fucking short. Like pick a battle, please pick a battle. Pick a struggle. Uh, pick a struggle. Pick a struggle. Thank you. Yeah. Pick a struggle. Like you're yeah. fucking a Scorpio, and you're like lying about your height over here. Like bitch, no, I can't. One of like like Anna Fair says, it's like. I literally, I take that to heart now. Like, do not date comedians, magicians, musicians. Just don't do it. Just don't. Just don't, guys. Please, please. Out of experience. (laughs) What is the best or two best dates I think you've ever been on? Let's end on a positive note here. Like, So going back to some of the best first dates that I've been on. Like I said, I'm not expecting you to blow a few bags on our first date. Maybe second, third, you know? Um. fourth whatever um but some of the best first dates that i've been on have been really well thought out yeah have been really well thought out effort counts Effort counts. I, I girls your partner the person you're going on a date with whoever that might be we can sense when people give us that good energy okay when you give good energy and you're saying you know you put some thought behind where we're going what we're doing like you make it personal sort of stuff like that one of the best dates that i've ever been on was super simple we went on a hike and it was a grand old time and then i mentioned a back home and i mentioned that i really wanted to try this like restaurant so he was like let's go to this restaurant so he thought about all the things like he took things that i had mentioned when we were talking 
and he implemented those into our first date. Oh, I love that. So if you're That's listening, so sweet. if you're listening and you, are you know, I'll go on a first date. Details matter. Details I'm matter. So detail-oriented, yeah. If you are able to, if you really want to impress this person, think about the small stuff. Like think yeah. about like what this person has mentioned. You know, little surprises. Those are always fun. If it's thoughtful. Anyone can go on a movie date. Anyone can go on a dinner date. But if you're able to like kind of like sprinkle in a few things that make it personal, that's what makes it, you know, a great first date, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. And obviously respect is there. No lies right off the bat. Yeah. Um, someone who's like also genuinely. Another thing to add would be someone who is genuinely like they're not acting like someone who they're not. Yes. It's so easy to spot someone who's putting up a facade and putting up like I wanting to act like someone else. You can feel that type of energy. If you if I can tell that you are genuinely who you are and you're having fun and you're you know, we're vibing really well together. That's that's what's going to make a really good first date and a good first impression. Like that's from the get go for sure. Yeah, like that's why being yourself is just so fucking major when it comes. To, I know it's so cliche, but like, like I used to be, I used to get so nervous before dates. You know, like insanely nervous, and it's normal. But at the same time, it wasn't that normal. Like I'd be like, to this day, I don't know. I'll have to like test it out here, but I, I don't know. Like I couldn't even talk to a hot guy. Like I, I it's like he was so gorgeous i just couldn't you know i'd be like you're too gorgeous you're for me too. Like, you're thank bringing, you you're bringing no. that to the table too are you kidding and see that's <laughs> that's where my growth go, comes in you know and um uh yeah so i totally agree but what do you say you know being yourself and like when you can tell an energy you know that would be one of the top things you look out for but what would it be some non-negotiables or deal breakers for you though because that's important non-negotiables on a first date i don't so i don't usually like to like cut someone out like straight off the bat for like little minor stuff there are certain things that are non-negotiable for me obviously it's a case by case i'm really close to my family i have a really good relationship with my family someone who's not very close to their family might be a red flag for me because I feel like it might I don't know like I just there might be something going on there and it's obviously none of my business like I will never ask personal questions like that especially not on a first date but like if it's you have a bad relationship with people who I mean like I said it's a case by case but like you know if a lot of your relationships are short-lived or have ended badly i think that's a red flag on my end obviously there's a lot of context and a lot of backgrounds every situation it's case by case that's the thing i look out for very close to your family because i'm really close to my family other things that i feel like are non-negotiables are someone who's just has like a very pessimistic and negative outlook and or someone who's very materialistic yeah we oh, obviously yeah. all like nice things. We all, I mean, and, and that's subjective. Like that's, you know, it's depending on who you are and, and you know, what you, sure, your upbringing, yeah. like, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but someone who's just very, like they, all they care about is material things and brand names. Like I feel like that's a massive turnoff for me because I feel like, I don't know, it just, 
it's it's feeding your ego it just feels like it's something that like you're hiding something and you're masking it with things um so yeah very materialistic someone who doesn't have a lot of positive relationships in their life um and someone who's just negative and looks at life in a in a negative way i i like to look at things with the you know open mind and optimism and and a good perspective well so that's all subjective i like to you know think about but someone who's like just negative that's that's it that's gonna bring you me down i don't know yeah because i i completely agree like i'm very spiritual and like someone that is going to lower your vibrations and lower you in any fucking shape or way possible that you know you know they will bring literally bring you down you know what i mean literally. and that you know always always listen to your gut when it comes to this kind of stuff too like and i'm glad you have like non-negotiables and stuff that you look out for and like red flags um so uh that's amazing uh so we both are not like the biggest fans of dating apps do you know why specifically you're not because let's i'm just gonna be fucking on i just want to meet cute you know what i mean like i want that i've never had that because unfortunately you know it just takes me a while to open up with someone like i mentioned before like i I just get so nervous on first dates that i feel like i'm not 100 myself but you know it takes practice and it's something that you you definitely have championed and you're you're totally for it and you're like let's go on dates i'm here let's do it um truly truly admire you for that and like i've definitely learned from you for that and like just getting out of your comfort zone just going on a date like don't think about it just do it and then just have fun exactly um but uh yeah do you i mean do you want do you have specific reasons why you're not 100 percent? you know like dating apps because we're both we're both the way i'm a hypocrite but (laughs) i'll say it all right i'm gonna own up to it okay (laughs) i here's the thing i feel like dating apps are like it's like i said it's it's a very hit or miss like we've talked about this like there are certain people who have met their partner their lifelong partner so many people yeah like kids yeah like so many people have literally met their lifelong partner on a dating app that hasn't happened for me yet but to answer your question about like me cutes that's happened to me um before um so funny enough timing wise um i so in oakland where i live there's a beautiful lake it's called lake Merritt. it's one of my favorite places i love to bike there i like to spend time there i was there one early afternoon um a new album that i was really looking forward to by bad bunny had just came out so i'm sitting there having my own little solo listening party so yeah. i stopped love that. We love listening <laughs> i love a good listening party um so i stopped by trader joe's real quick grabbed a few snacks grabbed a com- my favorite kombucha and i'm sitting there i'm headphones in listening to this new album that i had been waiting for this guy super sweaty had just ran around you know run, done a few laps around the lake sits next to me starts asking me about my kombucha what i'm drinking and he just starts talking to me like conversation and so we really hit it off like we sat there for like an hour and a half just talking we sat there and it was getting really cold (laughs) 
And he like obviously was just wearing shorts, sneakers, and then like, you know, a short sleeve, like dry fit shirt or something like that. So we're sitting there just talking and really, really hit it off, exchanged phone numbers. This happened right before the entire COVID situation happened. Yeah, pre-COVID. Literally like maybe two weeks before the entire Bay Area went into shutdown. So met this guy, we hit it off. We were talking and like dating and seeing each other for a few months, early pandemic. And then... You know, with everything going on, um, we just, it didn't end up working out. We were in different places in our lives. We wanted different things. Um, but yeah, I I love a good meet cute, you know, meeting people in person. And I just think one of my biggest tips for, like, you know, having that, like, energy and, like, having people approach you is, like, this might sound super, like, straightforward, but it's having, like... Feeling like you can welcome someone. It's like, you know, like not, I'm, I hate when people ask me to smile, especially men when it's like, hey, why aren't you smiling? Hey, can you smile? But if I look at you and I'm into you and like, you know, obviously, you know, I have some sort of attraction to you. I'm going to make myself welcoming. I'm going to maybe, you know, kind of, you know, like turn in your direction, make eye contact, start flirting a little. And I feel like that's because at the end of the day, it's like from what I've heard from guys that I know in my own life, I feel like not all guys like to approach girls because they're afraid of rejection. So if you're able to kind of make it easy for someone and like make yourself like like you're like, all right, I want to talk to you, come over and talk to me. Um, sort of thing like that's that's a good first step to like having your own meet cute those a few making eye contact you know start flirting a little do your own thing whatever that might mean and just have fun with it and if you know if you make eye contact and they like look away all scared and like it just that's just make they might be there with someone they might be in a relationship like don't take it personally yes But if you are there and you are single and available and you're trying to have some fun and meet someone, you know, make yourself available and welcoming to other people around you. And, you you know, people might approach you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, So with astrology and dating, do you believe those go hand in hand? Are you like, are you into a little bit of astrology or like not really? Do you think, do you have favorite signs? Or you've noticed stuff about certain signs here and there? Um, Yeah, I don't know. Because you're a Libra, so. Yeah, I definitely know what my sign is. And I know the signs of my friends, like my close friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I know a lot about dating and, and, um. And compatibility and that sort of thing. I will go ahead and say that back then, you know, those little cosmopolitan <laughs> magazines, you yes. you flipped all the way to the ends, and then I just kind of gave you like a little zodiac breakdown, your compatibility with a partner. I have looked up guys that I've dated and their signs and kind of, you know, everyone's done a little Libra yeah. plus whatever, you know, Absolutely. we've all done that. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that I'm I'm the most well versed. Um, but yeah, I but I I definitely have you know done a few Google searches. Yeah. 
Thank you for your honesty. I mean, yeah. same here. Harry Styles and I were very compatible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> but I'm going to put it out there. Exactly. You have to put yourself out there literally and figuratively in every yeah. shape or form. Like, go out there. Get out of your house. We're not, yes, we're still in a pandemic, but it's like we're in a new normal, you know? Like, get out there. I think that's been the biggest thing for me is now I'm literally, like, busy all the time. And I think you just get putting yourself out there, you know? Um, but, yeah, in terms of a compatibility, yeah, like, I think it it's not bullshit, obviously. Like, I don't think it's bullshit or anything but i think it's to a certain extent take it or leave it you know like you can't at the end of the day you can't help who you fall in love with and that's where you might not be the most compatibly you know uh, signs together but if it works it works and say no yeah exactly don't i'm like okay I'm also not going to look at someone's sign and like, you know, I, cause I obviously don't know what every sign is and like whatever, you know, characteristics they have, but like, I'm not going to, if Google tells me that my sign and the person that I'm dating sign, like we're mortal enemies or we're just like, we clash, but that, but in real life and, you know, in person, like we're just like, you know, we're vibing and we're having like a good time together. I'm not going to completely reject you because you're a certain sign straight off the bat a hundred percent and like listen like same here same here because you like i mentioned like you can't help who you fall in love with you can't help who you're attracted with like if you're a good person i'm vibing with you like i'll look that up after the the date or like after the few dates like i don't think i've done that after like a first date but um i i definitely think they're hot signs like i think aquariuses are really hot to date sagittarius you know a little bit fire maybe libras even Listen. I think those are the hottest signs. And okay. yeah, and maybe my sign too. Yeah. Aries, yeah. But only in the girl form. But okay. Yeah. Libra, same here. Men and women for Libra too. Leo. Oh, okay. <laughs> the fire signs. I don't know. But uh yeah. Um anyway, thank you so much for being here. I I I loved our conversation. I love our time that we spent here. We have one more day to go. It's gonna be insane and jam-packed. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here and being on the pod. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I honestly am so thankful that not only that I have this conversation that I'm able to have this conversation with you, but also that you literally traveled from Los <laughs> Angeles to come spend a weekend with me in Mexico City. Like Why I <laughs> I am so thankful that like we got to spend this time and like make new memories. And today legitimately was one of my favorite days. Yeah. Like I'm not just saying that to say that like today we had, like you said, the most spontaneous day and just, you know, roll with the flow. And we genuinely had a really great time. We got up super early, got our coffee, got our little pastry. Um, and we really wanted to ride bikes. That's our, that's like my new thing, yes. riding bikes in whatever city I go. I just, oh, I'm a big, I love, I love riding bikes. And so I, we literally stumbled upon some like half marathon biking situation. They completely closed down Paseo de la Reforma, which is one of the main streets here in Mexico City. And we biked for over an hour and a half <laughs> just through the streets. And that was biking is one of my happy places that's like one of my favorite things to do so like being able to do that here with you and like just like walk around and explore even more of mexico city and have you explore it for the first time and also really love it truly made me so happy so thank you for coming thank you for having me on 
I'm so excited for like our future travels and our future memories that we're going to build. Um, but yeah, I'm really appreciative. I'm really grateful to just be here and to see each other after a year through the pandemic, which has been insane. We hadn't seen each other guys since the election, literally when they announced the election result for Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, like we went out celebrating that day and it was amazing. But yeah, I I definitely love Mexico city. Thank you so much for showing me around. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Come back anytime. You may be starting a podcast of your own. We're going to do a little collab. Yeah when that happens yeah. um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening um i hope you guys really enjoyed this episode of marisol and i um as always uh subscribe on apple Podcasts, follow on spotify anchor wherever you get your podcasts and thank you